0: NotBest.com presents Talk to Me. With over 300 interviews under his belt and six years running, your host Joshua Toomey interviews metal and rock's heaviest hitters. Follow the show at Talk to Me Talk. Here's your host, Joshua Toomey. Go!
1: So yeah, man. And I'm down to touch on anything, you know. I say stupid shit sometimes. Like I said, I been, invented been Metal Pro once, you know. You call me out on that, <laughs> one, it's
0: fine. Like I, I, yeah, didn't, I I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. So, you know what uh, I mean. Definitely. You know, if didn't invent it, was definitely you were early. Uh, early adopter.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. If you want to use any of this stuff, my thoughts on it are: is like we rode on the backs of like other bands that we liked at the same time. You know what I mean? There were yeah. bands. That- we're, we're coming up doing the same thing. And, and at that time, I think singing and screaming together was like kind of that bridge that made it a little different. But yeah. like, no, I mean, I didn't invent anything. I also didn't invent chopping the water when you knew, have a new record coming out. Like most people, I think, who know me, know that me saying like i invented metalcore is fucking ridiculous because i don't care like metalcore wasn't even like a coined term when like bands like lamb of god and all they were called like the new wave of american heavy metal because that sounded way cooler right i I, i'm chopping the water trying to make business for you know at the time a trade wasn't exactly killing it uh and so you got a new record coming out you got to get a little resourceful i learned from that Uh, to not try to play the heel, to not be disgenuine to myself. And that's the major lesson. I kind of deserve whatever lumps or anything anybody wanted to say about it because it was like a callous thing. But at the same time, I think that people that know me know that that was bullshit. And people who don't know me are more than happy to throw stones anyway. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like it is what it is. I gave some people some ammo for for years to come in the bottom (laughs) of like message boards and stuff. What's life without a little chop in the water? You know what I mean? Yeah. I learned from it.
0: Well, I, I guess we will have started somewhere in there, but I, I'm I'm saying like when I look back at that time, you know, we were talking about my age earlier, and you know, I grew up in the new metal era and getting into all that stuff. But I, I also like my t- you know teen years. I was big into Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, you know, guitar solos and things like that. So when right. when a you does pop, eventually you guys brought the guitar solo back, and you guys were one of the first that kind of like, oh, this guy has chops, and this guy. <coughs> there were there were so many things in the in the in the music that that listening to like a band like limp biscuit or or corn like that was fun and that was groovy and that was heavy but like when a you and and you know Kill Switch and lamb of god yeah. like all these bands start popping up unearth was a big one for me i was like yeah. oh shit you know like these guys have like chops you know like they have like crazy you know bringing back the guitar solo i guess
1: yeah i think if we're just talking about just guitars and stuff yeah dude, there was so many so many awesome guys and so many awesome bands coming up there. I mean, even like in, in like God forbid, you know, there's there's yeah. Doc Coyle rocking out b- back then, doing fucking cool progressive stuff. Um, the guys in Killswitch, uh, Lamb of God, I think is 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 kind of to me maybe the number one like new way of American <laughs> heavy metal. Like if we want to go back in time and say the band that like did that was leading the charge and still leads the charge and and had the balls to to stick to their guns but still evolve. If you will i i think is lamb of god and yeah. you can you you hear um like mark or willie play and uh, and you know it's them like you yeah. know that's that's what like their riffs and it's to me it's very trademark and i think a lot of the bands of that era kind of had their thing i wish you had been able to zero in more on a sound i think we kind of ha- like fell into like more of like uh i want to say like 80s rock but dan had a very 80s rock flair to his solos he borrowed very heavily from yeah. a lot of those bands so you know, that was kind of our tilt. That wasn't necessarily my tilt. Like, I didn't grow up listening to, like, Firehouse. Yeah. Or Wifi, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I liked, like, punk bands. They couldn't... All the bands I liked did not have solos. Yeah. So I can't, I can't even take credit for inventing solos either, you know. Uh, I, I was just there <laughs> hanging out, getting drunk and going on stage playing and, and having an awesome time. But, <clears throat> yeah, there's so many awesome guys uh, from back then that are still yeah. rocking today.
0: Yeah, and the formula, we, we kind of touched on, the, you know, the singing and screaming... I, I think that Killswitch to me is one of the more ripped off bands of all time. Like mm-hmm. just, just like even, even not even in metalcore, but even, you know, just like hard rock or serious. I, I, I saw it the other day. It was called Octane core, which I thought was <laughs> a, a great term. I think uh, Nick, Knock I got up in the comments. I,
1: I, I think I got up in the comments of that post. That yeah. A good-
0: <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, man, I. I and when he when he wrote the song in 30 seconds, I was just like, I feel attacked because this is like the stuff I'm listening to right now.
1: Dude, I was dying when he, when he got to the verse. I brought yeah. it brought it brought back working on the past couple records that I was involved in. I'm like, wait a second, this feels right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the music's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, like that post in particular about the yeah. octane core was was funny, you know, and to see everybody's responses to it, but. They all like it that's yeah. why it's popular
0: <laughs> that's great i mean you know i cover these festivals louder than life and the big the big rock festivals and i mean it's it's one band after another kind of with that formula and it's one of the deals i guess where it's kind of like if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of thing when what it comes I think, to that what i
1: what i think is kind of cool and i've lately become more more like open-minded and like like loving of uh, music again in the past few years uh is okay you took like uh, um, let's say hardcore, and you took, it was its own genre. Punk's its own genre. Metal's its own genre. And then like bands started like integrate and then dip. Like Agnostic Front starts to dip in there, and they're like, man, I don't know if it's metal, I don't know what it, you know. And then things kind of evolve. So then you take a band like kill switch Engage, and then you have other bands. I don't think this band necessarily does upon I'm going to use bands like it because I, I I think this band's pretty good. But uh, from Ashes to New for for that type mm-hmm. of music, like you can almost hear maybe like some influences of those type of screaming bands maybe like kill switch i'm not saying they listen to it i'm not saying particularly but if you look at like what a band like kill switch did and did so awesome um i think you can see it it in in a lot of those bands that are not very metal you know not very metal if you will and what's awesome and funny is a a lot of those dudes you know kill switch obviously they've had two singers they're both amazing trying to sing like jones or anybody trying to sing like jones is like you shouldn't try to sing like anybody anyway and you shouldn't try to sing jesse he's awesome but like jones is its own His own fantastic creature. You know what I mean? I got a love for Howard, Howard Jones voice. I wish I could could bellow and sing and be that beautiful and and awesome like he is. So I think he's influenced a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Anytime a band opens up that needs a vocalist, I'm like, it's Howard Jones. I don't care who it is. Like, it's Howard Jones. You got to get Howard.
1: What's awesome is I feel, and this has been a struggle for me, like even personally with my vocal on You and I've really tried to get away with that in Dead Icarus, is to not sound like whiny. Like you can have an emotional, clean singing mm-hmm. part, or kind of clean, and not have it be super high-pitched, super kind of like emo like dudes with like fucking beards could still like it and emote to it not that they can't we can't stereotype there like i like saves the day you know what i mean but i don't want to play in saves the day i want to sound like saves the day i want to sound like a like an aggressive band that that takes these elements in and kind of morphs them into different things i think that's what we're seeing in a lot of these festivals is all these bands are have morphed all these awesome styles so what's going to happen next it's going to be like deep house core rap country and it's going to be the hugest thing because our ears haven't heard it and, and we're everything's getting mixed together so fast it's exciting if you want to get on the train you can get on the train or if you want to be a purist you can be a purist and there's there's a place for both now and i think that's that's super cool
0: to bring this around to Dedicus, <coughs> when when i'm listening to the the singles that are out you know i listen to so much metal all the time and i'm like what's what's next what's left like what's left on the bone kind of thing and like even like the vulture circle, like when the, the bridge of that, I'm like, fuck man, that is a, that is a absolutely perfect bridge. I'm like breakdown. And, and it, there are so many times in these songs where I'm like, fuck man, he, he like, this is fresh and new. And you know, it touches on the, on your, vo- you know, obviously your vocals and you know, just the history that, that my ears have with your voice, but also at the same time, like this is a new take on it. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm loving everything I've heard so far.
1: Thank you so much. You know, um, I'll talk quickly about me, and then I want to I want to talk about my dude behind the breakdowns and everything. Uh, Gabe Mangold from yeah. Enterprise, who works with me. I, I'll talk. Fuck it, I'll talk about him first because we're already there. Uh, Gabe's awesome. So for any of these these awesome ideas and breakdown, like we had a couple meetings when we first started writing. These songs are over two years old. First off, uh, we just realized the other day it's been a really long road to get them out. I had a lot. Obviously, I went through a lot personally in 2020 and and 20 and and so there was like this there's a lull and some weird different periods, you know, whatever. But so we finally got these songs out, but they're two years old and we we both evolved since then. But, but Gabe is, is so good. So we talked two years ago and I'm kind of like, man, this is what I'm looking to do. I love, I love metal, like Pantera. I grew up, that was like my first exposure to metal was Pantera and Sepultura with my metal head friend, Wade. Uh, We were smoking weed, listening to them and in his (laughs) his room in like a can or something. And then like, I heard Hatebreed and I was like, this is awesome. No solos, but just like those, you know and uh so i kind of wanted to capture the feelings of those bands but then also a little bit of like the the metalcore era that that i came up in you know that that atreyu was i think it's most successful in to capture a little bit of that feeling and then also what is the the future hold for me and how to progress and not just make like hey it's atreyu with me screaming now and i think so <clears throat> you know i gave gave this task to kind of mix all this stuff together and, and i think he did an awesome job the last we got three singles out now. And the last song that's gonna come out uh, comes out to December first and it's called Ad Infernum. And to me, it's the most interesting song that I've been a part of. And I know everybody says that when it's <laughs> when it's you know it's new. Right. But I, I haven't been this juiced for years. You know, in the past, a tree is very much a collective or was uh, for many years of, of five voices. Uh, and in dead Icarus, there's, there's like two voices, you know what I mean? And that's for me for I want to be in my career, that's much more manageable and fulfilling because I need to get out what I need to get out. This clock is ticking every single day. I'm a, I'm a driven, anxious person and I I can't, I can't live for other people's ideas anymore. I just need to live for my ideas. So, uh, you know, I kind of bring the rough frame to Gabe. This is what I, I'd like, dude. And then Gabe starts riffing and coming up with these awesome things, uh, I think he does some really cool stuff. I think it's uh, in, in the vultures where he throws the solo to that song, like super early uh, in the song. I, I love it. I You don't expect a solo to hit, you know, at a minute and 10 or, or that early. Like, he throws it in there. So, um, you know, he's, he's taking me places. We're actually about to start writing, I think like next week. And I'll record my vocals sometime in December uh, for a new record that'll, that, that'll that be out in uh, early summer, hopefully earlier mid summer. So, for me, I just wanted to evolve. And attract you know, there was always this thing like, I'm the screamer, I'm the screamer. And I'm totally cool with that. Like, I love screaming. It's I don't want to say it's easy for me, but I've done it for so long, I had no thought put into it. I can do it wasted. I can do it sober. It doesn't really matter. Obviously, not as good wasted. Um, but but sc- singing has always been something like, it's, it's been hard for me. It's something I've had to work on, and I got real in my head about it. And when you're, res- respectfully, when you're in a band, I want this to come out the right way. When you're in a band with someone like Brandon Saller, who is very, very talented vocally, uh, whether you like what he does or not, like you can't, ref- I can't refute Brandon's skills. For me,
0: he's, he's got a killer voice, man. He's
1: got a killer voice, and more so than the than the tonality, which because because that's like a personal thing, right? Some people may or may not like it. His ability to the hit notes is, is fucking is spot is really, 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 really good. You know, it's not pitch perfect, but it's good. I got you know, I got nothing negative to say about that aspect of him. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> it's very, uh, why would I get developed? When, you're, when you've are when you got that going on, you know what I mean? And you're working with a producer like John Feldman, who John is focused on a certain type of results and only a certain type of result and does not at all. Um, you get kind of pushed to the side and pushed to the back and not developed. And then you and yourself kind of, I became kind of apathetic and I was just like, oh, well, I'll just scream and I'll do like some of this, this screaming or singing parts which I didn't really enjoy like this, my singing parts in a tray. Like I didn't even like, I felt like they were too high for me and they're not like um, the right tonality for my voice. A lot of the stuff I did, did on dead Icarus is actually funny because John Feldman would make fun of me when I, when I would do a lot of those (laughs) voices. He said, you sound like a fucking James Hetfield on steroids, cut it out. And like, that's a compliment. To uh, that's a the, yeah, like oh god, I, God forbid, you know. Yeah, like I don't know. James is doing pretty fucking good for himself, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I do. One of the things that I worked on, one of the voices that I practice singing to for for whatever weird it is, is 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 James from Metallica. I'm never, I'm not going to go say I'm like a, a huge Metallica fan. I, I like him now as I'm older in life. When I was growing up, inner, the Sandman was all over, and I just didn't like inner Sandman. But like, like seventy two seasons of fucking ripping record, mm-hmm. you know, especially for for some dads, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Like, and I, as a dad myself, I say this. So, like, I, I, I practice to try to sing like James, to try to sing like, you know, Stephen Brodsky from Cave and these singers that I like, to try to open up my palate more and not be just stuck as the screamer, you know, and to do these, like, James Hetfield on steroids, to have the um, the freedom to try it and not be ridiculed. It's what an artist like me, that's what I want. The you ri- I'm, a, I'm a sensitive, singers are so sensitive, dude. If you ridicule us once and it's like, shut down. I'm not going to hit the note. I'm not going to hit the tone. Like, it's... Just is what it is, you know, and I've gotten tougher over the years, but, you know, we're a, we're an emotional breed, you know, uh, and, and I think that that positivity and being having the space to try and not feel kind of like made fun of and like, this is what you do. So you need to do this or do this. And that's good. I don't, I don't do well answering to other people. I feel like the mistakes I've made in my life are when I started to answer to other people and not just do what was in my, in my internal point was like, do this, right? Do do James said, hold on steroids right here. You know, <laughs> uh, I should have just done James.
0: Talking to you know in there you're talking about all your years in a tray you and this is something new. Uh, how how are you with a new project and like you know obviously this is all you now and like this is your deal and a- any criticism or love is all gonna kind of come at you rather than kind of being shielded by five voices.
1: I look back at the times in my life when I felt the most driven and successful, and they were the times when I felt the most doubted. And I think that if anybody like listens to this today, maybe that's the takeaway: is like the times that you feel like the most doubted is, you know, that's when you need to press. That's when you need to go. Whether it's at work trying to trying for that promotion, you know what I mean, or trying to impress somebody with a project that you're doing, um, or 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 with this, you know, it's it's time to go you know it's it's time to do that so that's where I, where i'm at
0: when you're getting this band together in your head before even you you hit up you know hit hit anybody up for for guitars and things like that i mean you've obviously got a a wide open palette you can do whatever you want you know how 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 uh, i guess daunting of a task was that to kind of get the ideas together for this or did you come out of a tray you going i want to kind of go back to a little bit more of the heavier roots that i'm i'm used to
1: you know when my time ended in a tray and we we quote unquote parted ways it was it was pretty sudden and unexpected, you could say. Uh, so I didn't really know uh, what I was going to do. Uh, but I knew that I didn't want, respectfully, the last things I did to be the trade records that I made. Um, I, I wanted something else. I wanted that to be, if this is going to be the last thing I do, I want it to be on my terms and not other people's terms. Um, and that, that was really, really important to me. So, dude, it was, it was super hard and humbling. Like, I'm starting over. Uh, not not from scratch because that would be kind of like lame to say from scratch. I have a little bit of the name, and I have a little bit of I feel like arrogant saying like fan base, but people no, you who do. I think to support um, wh- what I do, and that's who that's who I'm jamming for these days, for them and for me. Uh, I feel like I have a lot to make up for. I think that I feel like when a made the first record with Feldman, I should have dug in my heels about certain things artistically, and I didn't. And once the ball goes too far and money starts coming in, not just to the band, but to the managers and to the record label there, there's all this other pressures, all these other things. And you're in your early mid twenties trying to, to handle it all. It's a lot and not everybody can, can navigate that successfully. You know what I mean? And, and I look back and I, I did not at times at times I did at times I didn't, I wouldn't go back and change anything because of what I learned from it all. But yeah, man, uh, It's humbling. Starting over is crazy. I forgot how crazy it is to to be an abandoned to to care. You know, um, I randomly saw uh, my buddy Matt from Avenged Sevenfold at a kids basketball tournament, and Matt Matt has a very high level to me of um, high level. He expects a lot. He has he's he delivers and he expects a lot, and he has high levels for once he wants to see out of his art. And that's been someone in my mind who I've kind of looked to in this project. So it was so cool. I saw him the other day. I haven't seen him in a few years. And we kind of talked about that, that, that crazy feeling where you wake up at night or you can't go to bed because you're still obsessed about it. I haven't had that in years and now I have it. I obsessed constantly all day long because it is me on the line. And, and in a way, like, that's awesome. You know, if you like Dead Icarus, then I'm going to point at Gabe and my, and myself. And if you don't like dead Icarus, I'm going to point at me. And that's, right. that's what I, that's where it should be. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's awesome. It's, it's just a different place, man. Uh, I'm energized to go. You have to, I think some people in life and I'm one of those people, you got to hit, hit like a bottom in a weird way. Uh, and to see like how awesome life is and where you can go. You can't, you can't see it from, I wasn't, no, not saying I was at the top, but sometimes you can't see it from where you are and you've got to get real low emotionally, professionally. I don't know what it is and, and go through some shit. And I think I went through my stuff and just focused and driven. Everything feels different. You know, I, I ramble about shit. I love because I, I love it. Does it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: How, uh, how wild is it that, uh, you know, 20, 25 years ago running into Matt would have been at like a, uh, a basement <laughs> show or a dive bar. And now it's at a kid's basketball tournament.
1: You know, I was texting my wife after because I got, I got emotional. I'm a very, I'm an emotional man, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and since 2020, I've learned to like be more in touch with that. My last years in Atreya, I wasn't very happy with how things maybe were going in, in the band. And I let that affect me as a person. I put a wall up. I smoked a lot of weed and I isolated myself um, from uh, people in the band even. And it really took a toll. Um, and, and now we're, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm moving through that. And I get emotional when I, I, I think back on like some of the good shit. And we always had good times with Avenged and Matt, Matt's always been to me the same person. I always love sitting there talking with him for a couple of minutes. He's a great dude. And so I, I text my wife after, man, I feel real weird after after seeing Matt. It was a good weird, but I feel more. I feel more driven. I see a guy who who's doing it, who's you know stick to his creative guns and evolves and, and does things and and doesn't give a fuck. I'm like Matt does not give a fuck what you think. Matt does not care what I think. And and I. I like to think that we all like to think that we're like that, but very few of us actually do. We know that it gets to us sometimes. And I see in myself the moments it gets to me, and I work to eradicate those so that I could be more like Matt, I guess. But, you know, like I'm like a, a cheerleader for Matt right now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's emotional. I, I I think about all the memories, man, 20-plus years, you know, uh, is it, crazy. We, we played in, like, in San Pedro with Avenged at, like, I don't even know what it was. It was somewhere by the docks and it was, it was like a weird industrial room. It was just like a room mm-hmm. and they like somebody opened up the doors and we played a show in this room and then we left. It was crazy, you know, like tore the place apart and had an au- awesome show. Maybe there was like 60 people there. It was crazy. I remember like, I think we played it with Koo at Coo's with Avenged before. Okay. Uh, and Coos is this real small place in Santa Ana. That was a, uh, it was a house. It was like a 800 square foot house. That was owned by the city and had shows and like uh, uh, so many bands would play there uh so you know i get nostalgic thinking about all that stuff oh, yeah. and, and for me the ride's done over the ride ends when you say it is and i came pretty close to hanging it up after all the atre stuff went down you know it's this industry is, is fucking crazy man um and I'm like man i've seen a lot i've accomplished a lot like what is in it for me to get back into it and it's just about the music now like those things i have to make up for i feel like after atre you did the curse and death grip we got on that major label ride the things with feldman i i sold out i won't speak for the rest of the band but i got on the train man you know and and once you get on you can't get off you know is, is the sad is the sad truth i feel like once you get on that train you're on the mainstream trend so now it's just that freedom it's like i i don't i can the creative debt can be whatever we want this next record mm-hmm. that came out i was talking with gabe the other day it's like dude we could be like math core industrial goth country <laughs> right We could, and who could say that's not what Dead Icarus is? So it's a it's a re, it's like a, it's a spiritual and emotional rebirth for me There
0: you go, it's like a phoenix rising from the ashes i didn't want to use that but there's four <laughs> songs on the
1: new record called uses the analogy of a phoenix rising from the ashes
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> um well speaking of that I man, a uh, sell out uh another another track on the album it's, it was kind of i guess kind of poetic for you to kind of release that as the first single it's obviously about uh, to me it's about moving on and you know like yeah. flipping your wings and all that stuff it truly it, it really feels like you're you're telling everyone your journey of uh you know of a tray you to the new band
1: no no for sure and i think unfortunately um some people have maybe misinterpreted uh and everybody likes a little bit of drama right and to try to make it about something that it's not because i've seen some some comments on the internet but just again for the record because i've tried to clear this up before that i am the sellout in the song i'm writing a first person about me as, uh-huh. as we discussed earlier those are the thoughts behind the song you know I, I want to make up for it. I, I know what it's like to love a band. Like, I loved Rancid, right? And mm-hmm. after Outcome the Wolves was great. And then, like, uh, Life on Weight came out, and I was like, fuck, this is so different. I hate it, right? And so I felt like they betrayed me, even though they didn't. Rancid's still my favorite band. I listen to that record now, it's amazing. But, um, like, for Atreyu, we did, you know, The Curse, uh, that was pretty well received. We did mm-hmm. Death Grip, that was pretty well received. Took a little bit of chances there in the right way. Um, And then, you know, the transition to lead sales and the major label, everything, everything just sort of changed. Um, And and that was a that was weird, you know, so now it it doesn't have to change. Now it can be whatever I want it to be.
0: You've kind of touched on the lead sales uh, era of the band a little bit. And what's funny is I was a big fan of the first three records. I was a big fan of Feldman from the used and story of the year and like all the stuff that he was kind of doing on on that stuff too. So when I hear a Trey you and John Feldman are working together. I'm like, that is perfect for me. And it's funny that after all these years, that album I think is more loved now than it was at the time. At the time it was kind of side-eyed a little bit, but I mean, I loved it back then. And I love it now. So uh, it's crazy.
1: I think it was a betrayal. I think like it felt like a betrayal to the people who liked the curse and death grip and suicide notes. You know what I mean? We, oh, we signed to a major label and now like Brandon does the majority of the singing and I'm still there, but there's not as much screaming at all, like at all, you know? <laughs> so, dude, that's what I want to make up for, in my opinion. Not that I feel like I owe it to people. I owe it to myself to right my wrongs. And that's what Dead Icarus is. I flew too close to the sun. I tried to grab that shit and I got burned and I learned from that. And now I'm here to like to work my way back, like even with the metalcore comment. Like I'm here. I want people to see who I really am. Not a headline grabber whose band is not doing what he thought it should do. So he's going to chop the water in like dying gasps. You know, uh, that's not who I am. And people who know me aren't like that. But if, yeah. if you don't know me, and that's how I portray myself, that's what you're going to think. I didn't think about that shit. And so now it's just I want to write wrongs, I want to do good. People can say, do, think whatever they want about me. I I know where I am inside. You know what I mean? And I've surrounded myself with like-minded people at this point. Um, it's, it's an awesome place. It's a powerful place.
0: The the other track that's out is uh. So I set myself on fire, and I just want to say, man, that breath at the beginning is so iconic to me, <laughs> being a fan of you. And it's just funny, like just even hearing that little like that breath, breath in i was just like i'm in
1: <laughs> oh dude thank you
0: I, I i want to i like to do
1: little like things like that yeah that just feel like it feels like the beginning of you know bleeding mascara or it feels mm-hmm.
0: like, yeah it's
1: like i'm not living in the past with those things but it's a nod to the people that like i wouldn't be able to do this if they weren't there if there weren't yeah. people who heard that and was like oh you you tricky bastard I, get uh, it. You I like you know I, I, mean?
0: I know that noise yeah yeah so
1: it's like those moments are fun for me you know and it's cool that that you you enjoyed it and like that's like mission accomplished you know uh i that song to me is a lot of fun man it's about like i i was so dead inside for so long you know what i mean um not like just not feeling it you know and that's my fault I'm not blaming anybody else i blame i blame myself um and it's, it's just crazy to feel different, to like, like music again. I couldn't even listen to music. I couldn't go to shows. You know, I've been getting out and going to shows now. I went to uh, Parkway Drive at Amity Affliction a couple nice weeks school. ago. Uh, you know, it's fun. I, I saw, you know, my buddy's band, Enterprise Earth, which is what Gabe plays in on tour with uh, uh, Pale Face and some other bands. Like, it's awesome, man. Like, going out, you know, I, I feel reinvigorated again artistically, creatively and stuff. And, the, and that's what it's all about. So that, that song is like that, those feelings, you know
0: yeah I definitely got like a be true to yourself kind of vibe from that too and yeah, it's it's definitely uh everything seems to be positive from 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 what I'm hearing so far,
1: yeah man i I think it's it's gotta be it's gotta be, you know, like I think m- some of the songs will take a negative start or have a negative versings or words in them, but there's a resolution. It's meant to be like a story, like a, you know my mini three to five minute journey. And the next song is definitely, it's like five minutes. And the chorus even kind of changes the words of chorus. And it's, it starts with kind of cliche. It's like, are you ready to die for what you believe in? Which is simple. Cause you're fucking dead like it's a dumb it's dumb like you're dead like what did that accomplish you know you don't even know your outcome unfortunately mm-hmm. it's like to me what's more powerful and it changes to are you ready to live through what you believe in you know very few people are really ready to pay the cost for what they want and what they believe um and i posted up i posted up too late and i paid my cost and i felt that feeling you know what i mean and and uh you know, it's, it's a powerful feeling. It's a, it's a positive thing. You know what I mean? Um, You know, can you live through what you really want? Are you that fucking down? Like, let's go, let's find out what you're made of. Uh, I think is a much more interesting way to look at it than the cliche. It's like, you know, just everybody, you know, dying is finite. That's the end. You know, living is the hard part and living with the consequences of your choices and actions. That's the real hard part.
0: One thing i uh, looking through the uh, watching the videos on, on YouTube and I was looking at the comment section. It looks like you've liked or re- replied <laughs> to every single comment uh, on there, man. So, I mean, it, it's and I was reading the comments myself and just I'm assuming you have to, you know, your heart fills up because I mean, it was, I don't think I saw a negative comment. I'm sure you probably have seen it and it it burrows into you, but I'm saying nah. from everything <laughs> that I read, it was just like, you know, miss you and a tray. You I miss this, I miss, you know what I'm saying? Like there, it's a lot, so much positivity running in that comment section,
1: man. It made me feel like I made the right choice to yeah. to keep going and not go get a job at home Depot. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. uh, it, it it uh it really did you know not Home Depot I make guitars I paint I do other shit but you know what I'm saying uh, to to see that was like that's that's the best part like I don't care I don't know if there's reviews of the singles like I don't care about that stuff um the real reviews is the comments section you know what I mean to me reviews is like you know that's one person that's just like a person in the comments section mm-hmm. you know it's this is their little their little space so I've really gone out of my way to like read and get back to people if you if you've taken the time to do that for me. Like who the who the fuck am I? Like I can try to get back to you. It might be short. It might be an emoji or something. But I want to try to do that. Even like some of the like not negative ones, but it's like oh the vocals could be louder. It's like cool, man. Thank you for the input. They took the time to listen to it. They they like it enough to try to give me input to make it better. Right. Now, Who? Why would I not take that constructively? Um, the the couple there's like every now and then there's negative ones. You know, I try to leave them up there. The only time you know we delete something is if if something's like super nasty or name calling against the old band or something yeah. like that because every now and then it, it gets a little intense uh we're, we're gonna remove <laughs> anything violent or naked yeah. fully like that is fucked up like I, I don't support anything like that and you know nobody likes that vibe so we'll get rid of that shit right away but i just leave i'll just leave everything up there there's some dudes who are like nope i pass it's like that's cool They thank you thank you for watching the video and giving taking the time to tell me that you pass on dead Icarus. that's cool that's what i wanted i just want a chance I just want a chance to, to get in front of as many people as I can and say, hey, this is Dead Icarus. check it out. If you don't like it? Maybe you'll check out the next song. And if you don't like it, then I hope you check out the – just check it out. Right. And if, you, if you're off on the first one, that's cool too, you know?
0: Uh, what's the what's the live plan? Are, are there are there shows lined up? Are you going to get it, you know, maybe early next year? What, what are we looking at?
1: I think, uh, like I said, we'll be writing um, and working on the record until – january end of january i think is when we're scheduled to finish it um then gabe goes on tour and does some stuff uh i think dead icarus is looking to go out at earliest in spring of next year and at latest mid or in late summer sometime sometime between spring and summer uh, we'll be out there on, on the road you know things are moving around behind the scenes there's things i i can and can't talk about so i just you know what i'm saying things are moving behind the scenes but no the plan is to tour this isn't like fucking i'm gonna release songs and i'm not right. gonna do it. Or i'm gonna pl- try to play some fests. It's like no nah, man i'm if i i will go get in a van and i will spend like six to eight nine ten months out of the year on tour Facetime with my kids flying back and forth doing whatever it takes i got three kids and and wife and, and a life but it's it's it's, it's all about forward yeah. now you know what i mean and Supporting them and being the best me that I can be is is getting out there and playing shows and getting that that feeling as a performer that I need to get out out.
0: Is this is this a thing where Gabe is in the band and like you, so you need to work around his schedule, or have there been talks of you know if Gabe's not available, then we're going to do this? Like is yeah if obviously.
1: Gabe's- if Gabe's not available for stuff like where we have dudes that we're going to work okay. with and, and, and suss out everything, you know what I mean? So yeah, if the ideal situation is Gabe, Brandon, and myself, Brandon Zaki, the drummer, who's awesome, amazing, wonderful human and drummer, um, you know, but Brandon's in like Whitechapel and Enterprise Service, <laughs> I think like four other bands. He's so, i uh, doing side gigs. He's super talented, awesome guy. You can't, you can't, you can't cage up that much, right. that many beats, bro. Then um, you hear what he brings to the record it's it's awesome or the the songs he he gives yeah a, a, a whole new feel to everything i never worked with a, a drummer of like his level that's not a knock on anybody it's just it's just a different beast you know he's a very 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 awesome uh so ideally it'd be the three of us but in reality, it'll probably be some mixture of me and one of them and, and some other dudes. And that's what's cool now. It's all evolution. Right now, it's like mainly about the music. As long as I can get up there and sing it, it's just about mm-hmm. the music. Who's in the band? Even if it wasn't me, like whatever, it's just about the music
0: dead icarus with no original members already no original
1: uh, already First sure my son my son has been practicing his singing sings and screams uh he's there we go he's nine so we might get him out there uh, if we hey, need to fill in
0: this has flown by man so just kind of as a last question i was thinking about it you know with all of you, know, you being in into the nostalgia of everything i mean how how cool is it for you to see kind of those bands that you grew up playing with back in the day like an avenged uh, you know, now festival headliners and just, just the fact that, you know, you can look back on so many of those dudes at, at, you know, and in, 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 in the small club, in the bar, in the basement show, and now, you know, top of the world. Well,
1: here's, here's my story about that. And it, dude, it's awesome it's awesome to see anybody that you're friends with or that you like, uh, you like, and you're friends with do well, especially when it's like one of the biggest bands they become one of the biggest bands in the world, biggest band in the world. Like, I, I, I don't know where to rate Avenge, but my, my fun story about that is perspective. And, uh, Matt's wife Val used to tour manage the band years and years and years, like in the day when we were playing shows and stuff. And I remember her and I settling a show once in like central or northern California, and the promoter was being shifty about money. And I remember her and me posting up on the promoter and eventually getting it all worked out and getting the money. Uh, so it's just what a crazy ride to think about, you know. You know, to go from that, you know, you're you're you're. It's a family business. Your wife's a mm-hmm. tour manager. You're hustling to, you know absolute rock stardom, you know, and not, and not like a dick way, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, to to be legitimately like huge and world famous, you know, that's cool. Like it didn't happen by accident either, you know, and it happened because of her hard work, his hard work, everybody in that team's hard work. And dude, that's what I'm about now is just going and putting the hard work. I practice every day, you know, I work out all the time. And, and I got into this depression funk thing in 2020 when everything went down, I didn't work out for like a year and a half, almost two years, which is very uncharacteristic for, for me. Um, now i'm back and doing it i feel fucking great life is great life's what you make it even when when it's shitty like i i still had a lot even when things were shitty for me and i wanted i had some real bad stuff going on i still had so much and we and if you look around and try to find the the good you know you have it so i'm sure even for those dudes to the avenge to look back and to see how far they've come to see how far all these bands have come you know to be a part of this huge Huge thing that we're all just little blips in, you know, in two generations, three generations, I don't know, no one will no one remember anything of me, you know. So, and maybe less than that. Um, you know, I just want to make my mark now as loud as I can.
0: Well, uh, I didn't do a proper introduction, so I'll do a proper exit, <laughs> but uh, uh let, let's try the let's try the last name. Alex Varkatsas. Nailed it. Yes, you're a pro. Love <laughs> <laughs> Dead Icarus, man. Thanks for taking some time here. Talk to me podcast, not best.com honored man thank you so much for your time the talk to me podcast presented by notfest.com follow the show at talk to me talk be sure to subscribe rate the podcast and leave a review on your favorite podcast app to get the latest from the talk to me podcast